Hello and welcome back to the Japan Champuru podcast, where through a stir fry of all flavored experiences, you get to taste a delicious portrait of this fascinating country. I'm Kate, and today we'll continue our talk from previous episode with Sophie, where we talked about all the stuff which stays in us after returning from Japan. Sophie, thank you for coming again. Hello. In the first episode, we barely opened a discussion of what great things Japan has to offer to basic gaijin foreigners like us and which things left a mark on us. So let's continue there. What else did you adopt as your thing from your experience in Japan? I think one more thing that I uh, that is specific to Jap- uh, Japanese culture and that I kind of like took for me as well that I integrated it into my uh, personality is the giving of gifts you know oh, small, yes. <laughs> you know giving the small gifts from when you went somewhere the omiyage mm-hmm. uh, i really like that um like that uh, uh, feels kind of like an obligation now no <laughs> yeah but uh, i i understand that why some japanese people don't like it necessarily that they have to bring everyone omiyage when they go for a trip can become costly yeah many people who knows that you are going somewhere it's good to have it in a keep it in a secret that you are going yeah, somewhere yeah. I, i understand that it has this like uh, bad side of it but for mm-hmm. me i just take the omiyage something i give to the to my friend so i for example i i had some friends in kyoto and uh Uh, so whenever I went on a trip, I would just think, oh, I can buy them some sweets maybe and give each one of them like uh, one of the sweets. And uh, like we had this kind of culture in our class, I would think. So whenever someone went on a trip and then we had class and they would bring bring of something. Mm-hmm. It was just like really something small, a symbolic kind of uh, gift. But it, uh, it's I, just thoughtful yeah, thing yeah. to do. And uh, I think Japan has developed uh, this culture of omiyage even more than other countries because all the goods are kind of regionally specific. Mm-hmm. So it, it it makes sense to bring from Kyoto to Osaka something yeah, yeah. Or, or otherwise. Because something what you can buy in Kyoto in, or Osaka, you can't buy in the other part. So it's like bringing new flavors, mm-hmm. new, new types of sweets, locally made, locally sourced, or typical flavors or stuff like that, or some seasonal stuff they have also. But in Czech Republic or Slovakia, if you go to, to shop, mm. <laughs> everywhere you have the same yeah. set of sweets for 20 years, the same not changed, so everybody's kind of... Maybe everybody, I'm getting kind of sick of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, in Japan, you can explore so many flavors. They have these limited editions. They have seasonal changes. And um, I heard from few Japanese that they come here and after some time living here for a few years, they are like, okay, uh, what's next? Like, yeah. there is the same things all the time. People mm-hmm. are not bored by it. Like, come on, there is things to explore, tastes mm-hmm. to taste, you know. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I, I agree that uh, Japanese are just so good at marketing themselves. You just go to any small village and yeah. they have, okay, this is our famous water. You have to try it. We have this famous, I don't know, vegetable, this kind and of... And we have mascot for it. <laughs> yes, and of course, we have a mascot for it. So they're really good at it. And uh, you have... It, they also make it really practical, you know, when you go anywhere, basically, and uh, you go just to the main station and you will always find a shop with uh, these kinds of sweets, the Local omiyage. Things, yeah. yeah, the lo- oh, Specialized for buying omiyage, of yeah. course, yeah. It's super practical, it just even if you're waiting for the train, you can just buy all the gifts you need in 15 minutes. and. Yeah. Do you have any tips what to bring to Japan from Czech as omiyage? Because from Slovakia we have, for example, yeah, hashlerki, but nobody likes that. <laughs> uh, horalki, that's too boring. I like horalki, many people like horalki, but it's nothing really that special. Mm-hmm. It's just we like it because it's part of our childhood or something. Yeah. Then, yeah, Tatranski chai. It's like a Tatra tea. Tatra is like a mountain, mm-hmm. if nobody knows in Slovakia. Uh, it's a strong alcohol you pour into hot tea to revive yourself after freezing all day outside in the mountains. And when you bring this very strong alcohol to Japanese people, it's a really interesting party. <laughs> I brought like whole set of tiny mm-hmm. different uh, percentage of the alcohol flavored bottles, like a set. And the, I don't know if gray one was the strongest or so, like mm. close to 80%. Yeah. <laughs> you could see like steam from the ears. <laughs> it was amazing. Mm, from the Czech Republic. So what I brought to Japan when I went there, uh, I brought some beer because that's something mm-hmm. that, you know. But uh, the only problem with beer is you cannot bring much of it. I think it's the, heavy. Yeah. yeah, the limit on alcohol is two liters. And so you can fit like four beers or... Yeah, I think I brought also Medovina, like yeah. uh, honey, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Honey. Yeah, the, I also brought the Becherovka, the mm-hmm. like um, yeah. herb liquor. I did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I brought that. And then I brought the um, Karlovarske oplatki. Mm-hmm. You know that? Those yeah. like round ones. Wafers, yeah. From the like onsen. Yeah. The, onsen <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those ones. And uh, I also brought... Oh, I know. Maybe what would be interesting is to bring... Uh, because I was going there right as Christmas was coming. So my mom packed me uh, some... Uh, What's it called? Like the Christmas cookies, one mm. type of Christmas cookies. Linetske or yeah, uh, I brought rohličky. Ah, rohličky. It's like a tiny half moon shaped yeah. uh, sweet. Uh, yeah, made cookie. of uh, nuts and uh, yes. butter, mm-hmm. like that kind of. And it's powdered uh, vanilla yeah. uh, sugar on top, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kinds of. And everyone really loved them. And it is something you cannot get uh, in Japan. It's not that easy to find uh, walnuts to mm. or, or grind, pre-grind uh, walnuts to yeah. use. And also, they don't have ovens so yeah. much. <laughs> they have this tiny toaster thing for one slice of salmon and mm-hmm. you are done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all you can do. 
you can't even buy like whole chicken in most of the supermarkets because mm-hmm. they will not have a big oven enough to to put it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe something like this, like kind of homemade a little bit. The Christmas cookies mm. are good, I think. It's better maybe more interesting than the sweets you can buy in a supermarket here. Yeah. Just because those are kind of all like similar. I think that if maybe listening, somebody is listening, but in Osaka um, station or somewhere around Hibarigaoka, there is some kind of station on which I heard that some Slovak person is selling Linetske. Oh, really? And other uh, Christmas cookies, which we are talking right now hmm. about. So if listeners are in Japan around Osaka, try to find it. I will post a link to that store or some information about it on my website. So you can find it and support the business. <laughs> I think it's called maybe Slovakia and the ja is kanji ah, for yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also one... I think Czech lady in Kobe that makes these, uh, she has a kind of a small bakery and around Christmas she also makes Christmas cookies. Uh, we can also put the, I can also put the link. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what I brought to Czech, uh, from Czech or Slovakia to Japan, except those things you mentioned, also some spices, mm. uh, gingerbread spice mixture, because you can't buy it in Japan. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, wild thyme, you know, majoranka herb, yeah. because th- it's not available mm-hmm. there in mm-hmm. stores at all. And lots of cumin, <laughs> because <laughs> the cumin I bought there, it just didn't taste like huh. like good, like fresh. It was just like without smell or taste. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you want to slav cooking, you need a cumin. <laughs> it's yeah. like umami of, of slavs. <laughs> It's like instead of bonito flakes, you put it in everything. And uh, also some powdered paprika. Yeah. I'm sure they have some, but mm. I needed a lot because I was making goulash for mm-hmm. uh, locals yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in some kind of program. We were cooking our own cuisines mm-hmm. because before we were uh, doing like soba with the locals uh, or cooking some akita dish with uh, mochi made from a rice we harvested wow <laughs> and it was amazing it was so delicious i recommend everybody who is going around tohoku to go to akita and try some of these soup like dishes with the mochi bits in it and or some soba or something it's just so good sounds delicious and that rice was sun-dried old mm. style and that's the most tasteful one Okay, that I amazing. I really want to eat Japanese rice now. <laughs> <laughs> Akita Komachi. Yeah, that was a good times. And what else I brought there? Hmm. Yeah, uh, Chesky Granate. Uh, it's kind of a gem. It's yeah. not like a diamond, but the, you know the one grade less yeah, <laughs> less yeah. expensive. Uh, but it's uh, located only in Czech Republic to harvest from the ground, so it's like a Czech specialty. That's why Prague is flooded with uh, jewels <laughs> with that yeah, uh, yeah. gemstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chesky granite, it's called. I think Slovakia might have something similar too, but Chesky granite is really typical. Hmm. So I brought some uh, earrings and stuff because uh, it was for my uh, kind of special friend. So. Right, right. Yeah, definitely that when you are bringing like these kind of special gifts, then I think... That that's that was one thing I kind of struggled with when I got to Japan. I kind of realized that my 
the things I brought that um, some of the like wafers and something like they were really big and I really couldn't like give them out to a lot of people because they are not packaged single yeah, ones single that's pieces that's also that's the culture in Japan that everything is single packed each bit so you can share it that you can give packaged and he or she doesn't need to eat it on a spot yeah just like uh, grab a little and have a try but you can present it and they can eat it whenever they want or handle it or travel with their stuff. Uh, one more thing to the, the jewels. Um, I brought lots of earrings mm-hmm. with like Slovak kind of designs and stuff. Well, and then I realized Japanese girls doesn't really pierce their ears oh. so much. <laughs> so it ended up to my foreigner friends. <laughs> so be careful about this. They usually do lots of clip-ons. Yeah, yeah. And my ears are really sore from that. But they handle it somehow. I, re- I also don't have pierced ears, and I but I love earrings. Yes, these are also clip-ons. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the earrings I have right now, they're also clip-ons. Why don't you have pierced ears? Uh, I just never... My parents never got them pierced for me when I was little, and then I just... I, I hate pain. <laughs> yeah, it kind of hurts um, in the period when it's healing. Yeah, so yeah, so Japan was heaven for me because they have uh, a <laughs> lot of these shops where you can buy clip-on earrings, a lot of different kinds, like Beautiful hundreds, ones. and just for so cheap. Mm. So and kind of good quality as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I have lots of uh, jewels from Japan because, like, you know, the cheap ones, but yeah, yeah. they are really nice and good quality, and also really, really refined design mm-hmm. with like attention to detail so it's not like uh, bend it on one ugly way or I don't know you know it's a smooth polished nice mm. beautiful nothing no stones are missing you yeah. know they really care about these kind of mm, tiny beautiful things mm-hmm. so it was eon, eon time was good time for me because <laughs> I just went straight to that stores with tiny stuffed animals pillows and gifts and this uh, jewelry so yeah that's something i really like about japan attention to details <laughs> and care about doing things properly mm-hmm. i have this backpack uh it's like gray 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 backpack with uh, space for notebook and stuff and everybody's complimenting me mm. on it and i was like yeah of course it's nice it's from japan <laughs> <laughs> i have it since 2019 and it still looks like new if my rabbit didn't eat a little bit of it <laughs> <laughs> What did you get from Japan as a nice things as in my backpack? Uh, I also got some bags. They were they are these tiny, small bags that you the Japanese people usually carry around when they have a kimono on them. So they look quite nice. I got them. The best thing about them, I got them for free. Amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, there was uh, just a random box. I was walking uh, near my dorm. Uh, near the Kyoto station and there was just some box outside with uh, kimono stuff so different like kimonos uh, kind of simple ones though of course Uh, the undergarments for kimono and then there were these uh, two nice bags and so it was like for free take for free take for free amazing I I was thinking if it was just that somebody died maybe and you know I, I have at least this like uh, I think the Japanese 
people don't really like like getting stuff after dead people maybe mm-hmm. no no they don't <laughs> yeah so and i'm just like the foreigner who just goes oh yeah i'll i'll take this thank you <laughs> i don't care about the curses mm-hmm. i'll i'll happily carry the bag Yeah, and uh, what else did I get? I got some nice clothes. I really enjoyed shopping in Japan in second-hand stores. So I have... Did you get something what was fitting? Because I yeah, couldn't... Yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of things. Actually. Lots of frills and fluff <laughs> yeah. and whatever. Uh, in the second-hand stores, I actually even uh, got these really nice jeans that I'm wearing oh, wow. right now. They yeah, were good. like, fit me like a glove. Mm. And uh, yeah, I got a lot of things that fit me. Maybe... Uh, it was because most of them were, mm, like, you could adjust the size, kind mm-hmm. of, like, maybe they had a belt or something, so, yeah, I had, uh, I brought a lot of clothes with me, it was heartbreaking having to throw out <laughs> some of the clothes that I uh, grew so fond of. A little tip for listeners, go to Japan with half-empty suitcase, so you can go back with two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And still send stuff by post. In Akita, uh, we, like, the students who were leaving, were leaving behind lots of things. Mm-hmm. Most of the things were, like, jars full of uh, one yen coin. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, you could find lots of clothes in there and uh, some kitchen stuff and mm-hmm. so on. And I also left behind in the share house, like, a very good you know, winter jacket because mm-hmm. it just couldn't fit and I didn't bother to keep mm-hmm. it <laughs> i just had other priorities right i also got rid of my winter jacket but i i sold it at the second hand store it's actually quite uh easy you won't get that much money for them of course so you just go there with the yeah, bag yeah, yeah. and like here yeah yeah I w- yeah yeah exactly i went to the second street they are all, all around japan this second hand store and they have this like special part where they like take stuff from customers and you just come there you bring the bag and they say okay oh we come back in like 30 minutes and we'll be done with it and then you will just like they'll show you okay this we cannot take and then they will show you okay we can give you this amount of money and you if you just say yes okay then uh Everything's Good done. to know. I didn't know that I can... Like, of course, I, I if I think, <laughs> I would <laughs> figure that I can do that. But I didn't realize it. Mm. And now I kind of regret that. It was very expensive. I just gave it to some Japanese guy. It was a woman jacket, but he looked so good in it. It was like very, very bright orange uh, mm-hmm. shading into very pinky pink. Mm-hmm. But he looked so good. <laughs> <laughs> Unisex clothes. Yeah, it was very girly, but not on him. Strong masculinity. <laughs> What else did you got? Some books and uh, yeah, yeah, some books, of course, uh, because you cannot really get them here, right? So books were uh, something. But I also got rid of part of them because I didn't want to bring all of them. Those I sold at Book Off. Mm-hmm. That that's a very uh, popular shop, I would say. You know, yeah, you can get <laughs> books for just such a cheap price. Uh, you sell them though for a little bit less of a attractive price I would say I got really just maybe a hundred yen for all the books I sold and there were like at least 20 or something 20 books and yeah. you've got just hundred yeah, yen yeah, yeah. for all of them yeah, together yeah 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 that's why it's such a good business for <laughs> yeah <them. laughs> yeah 
Oh my god, that's not good. Like, if you ship it back to your home country and you can sell them there, like, twice the price of an original one because yeah. it's so rare to get it. Yeah. It's better business. Yeah, but I was just like, I was so over it. I didn't want to, I just mm. wanted to get rid of it. So I was just like, okay, yeah. I'll take the 100 yen, whatever. That's why they give you that 100 yeah. yen only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was shipping two huge boxes. One was absolutely full of sweets mm-hmm. and one else was like uh, what things what I couldn't put in my suitcase because uh, my f- original flight back home uh, was f- with the Russian company mm-hmm. and they cancelled it because of Corona because mm-hmm. I was in Japan from 2019 uh, autumn to August of 2020. So, mm-hmm. uh, that will be for yeah. another episode but uh, the thing is that the Russian company had allowance two big suitcases and I could bring just one mm. so I needed to send mm-hmm. a lot back in by post office in this post office in Hibarigaoka Hanayashiki is the best amazing staff people there in the world because they helped me to repack one huge package into two packages so I could actually ship it because it was a little overweight and, you know, you have some limits. They provided me with the box. They helped me to tape it all and they were so nice to me that just this kind of kindness is of local staff. They were so nice that I just can't appreciate them enough. So, yeah. Is there anything else you've got there? Uh, like <laughs> When you're talking about Corona, actually, uh, since I was there also during, uh, well, the Omicron wave of uh, coronavirus. So uh, I wasn't sure how it was going to be from now on back then in uh, 2022. So I decided that I'm going to get my third shot in Japan. Oh <laughs> That's omiyage. <laughs> yeah, that's an omiyage for life. <laughs> How it was, like the procedure, what did you need to do? It was really actually quite easy to do. I just uh, went to, uh, there was a website, I don't know, maybe they, it still exists, I don't know. Uh, but Yeah, if you have it, uh, we can maybe post it on the website. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. It was just like a website for Kyoto, though. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe it might be differentiated. Oh, like the, City of Kyoto yeah, website. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, City of Kyoto website where you uh just kind of logged on there and looked at uh, like what place you want to go and if they had you could see their calendar and if they is it uh, english or in, in on japanese uh i was using it in japanese mm-hmm. uh but i'm not sure if there's an english version mm-hmm. if there should be maybe but japan <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. so uh you choose your uh, location and yeah, yeah. what I chose the clinic I was gonna go to, uh, chose the a date and time, and so I just came there and they, um, the doctor just gave me the shot. I really waited only for maybe 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> we had some chat with the doctor. He you asked me, of course, where are you from? Oh, Czech Republic. Oh, I... Uh, I don't know. I know Prague or something. And uh, yeah, and then I was off. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I also got some shot in Japan, but it was for influenza. Mm-hmm. They really are scared of influenza in mm-hmm. there. Okay, I guess because, you know, you go once through metro, you understand why. <laughs> but uh, it was mm, in December planned to get it. It was mandatory, I think, uh, if we wanted to live on campus. And we were 
kind of having no other options mm-hmm. allowed so much to live out of campus as foreigners until the corona strike but yeah <laughs> uh and um, in november like month before the shot i've got really sick i've mm. got fevers for like three days really high ones i couldn't really <laughs> move around mm. you know when you have fever you you feel really like dead and everything is really like when you're drunk and stuff yeah in this state, I went to class to uh, do the, my exam because <laughs> <Wow. laughs> it was, you know, they really need to have like exams and stuff all the time and lots of homeworks. Mm, yeah. And uh, so I still passed the exam on a very good wow. grade, even though I had <laughs> fever like crazy. And what was strange about this fever was that it was a very suspiciously long time, mm. like many days. And not really getting any better. And that was something new for me because usually I have like two days max, three. It's very like, but it's smaller and smaller. But this time it was like same intensity and it Mm. was suspicious. I was really feeling bad. And retrospectively, I think it might have been Corona because it was Mm. the autumn when it all Mm. happened and it was international school. Mm. There were lots of tourists in the city I I visited, so maybe I just got Corona before it was cool. (laughs) (laughs) The hipster Corona. Yeah, Yeah, so... mm. And yeah, when I was there and just listening about what's all starting to happen... Mm -hmm. It was amazing to realize that in one point you are foreigner in a country where the country or basically it was happening all around the world, not just Japan, but the patients were not allowed to go to hospitals, <laughs> the corona patients, mm-hmm. because if they enter hospital, they will uh, like make ill everybody and yeah. the staff and there will be nobody to take mm-hmm. care of anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So basically, you were destined to die in a hotel or somewhere on the street <laughs> on your own. But yeah. nobody know, knew back then what to do mm-hmm. yet. I think it's better now. Of course, they have some systems now for it. But most of Japanese people uh, went through corona in secluded in hotels, mm-hmm. hotel mm-hmm. rooms, I think. So... Yeah, and I heard from some YouTuber that they have received, some of them, some packages mm-hmm. with some, like, food and drinks. Like, really nice, like, uh, even, like, uh, Pokari sweat or this kind oh. of, you know, uh, yont uh, mm-hmm. drinks to to support sweating and stuff. So, some care was there, but uh, I think it was a little bit later on, mm-hmm. not in the mm-hmm. beginning when I was there. Hmm. I remember that uh, I personally actually during my stay in Japan I didn't get sick uh, like not even once I was maybe it was because we were uh, we were uh, we had masks on all Mm -hmm. the time I think that might have contributed to that like um, wherever you went you just Mm -hmm. had to have a mask on we didn't have chance to buy masks really <laughs> like it was sold out all oh. the time it was in the beginning so, right right everyone. so it was panic buy and i remember being in ikebukuro for some trip to see my friends and uh you know ikebukuro mm-hmm. there is like this big kanji kusuri mm-hmm. the red one on some like crossroad i went there like sorry we don't have then i went like four other stores nobody had any huh. masks and even those like shitty masks, you know, the blue ones, not yeah, the respirators. Yeah. So even those which are not working were sold out mm-hmm. and uh, like all the disinfectants and soaps, it was gone. 
or expensive. Well, in the beginning, it was crazy. And as that happened to break out to like in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, my school recognized that it's not uh, good to have campus full of international or any other Japanese students. So the campus was closed. Only people who could enter it was teachers to have like uh, their teachers to have like a place to teach from online classes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we needed to move, so I moved first to nearby share house. We've been there for a little while, and then we went to that Hibarigaoka Hanashiki mm-hmm. in Hyogoken. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was really interesting because I could like compare uh, village life, <laughs> which Akita city is called city, but is basically agglomeration of <laughs> tiny villages. Mm-hmm. With little bigger town in the middle, which is very similar to Slovakia, kind of. And well, also a lot of mountains. I felt like home <laughs> with the rice fields on top. And then uh, the city life of being in very p- kind of posh <laughs> place, uh, because that uh, Takarazuka area is very like, they were like, there was a hill <laughs> full of very like expensive looking houses mm. with the gardens trimmed to Mm, to the mm. best you know the japanese japanese gardens with all the bonsai Mm -hmm. and uh, other like very nicely treated all the always there were some gardeners around (laughs) even once had like very long palms palm Uh trees it looked really like some yakuza or company (laughs) boss people living in that street (laughs) and in the middle we were having a tiny share house um oak house Big shout out to them. They have actually a company uh, owning many share houses around Japan, not just this one. And it's company uh, who actually have uh, who actually have uh, managers who can speak English, Mm. Chinese, Filipino and some other. And you can pay online, you can reserve it online, you can communicate online immediately, they will respond. And they have also maybe not just a share house I had, but also hostels or hotels or something. Hmm. They have website Oak House, so you can Google it if you want. And it's just very good. Hmm. I felt really happy. They had also like some activities. The room was amazing, clean, good quality with washing machines and everything. And I was living with uh, two Japanese people on one floor we had. And my other friends from the university, we moved in like uh, three people together there. Mm -hmm. And they had other floors and they had like, there was some person from India, like working in IT and some other people. And they had also like mixed up uh, parties, Mm -hmm. like once we had the... like a summer festival kind of thing with all these, you know, sparkles and and barbecue, takoyaki Mm -hmm. and stuff uh, in front of the house. Mm -hmm. It was all now nice. My roommate was a worker in uh, Cup Noodle Museum. Ah, yeah, I heard about that But it was closed because of (laughs) Corona. So she was forced to stay at home for less money. And so she spent her time by baking all the... (laughs) cakes because we had some kind of oven like tiny one but we could bake like 
small bread in it, for example. Like that kind of microwave oven, you mean? or? Mm, yes, I think, yes, that uh, microwave size oven. And she was baking like all the, I don't know, like French pastries <laughs> and uh, these beautiful, good quality cakes. You know, those YouTube videos when yeah. they do everything really precisely and mm-hmm. nicely and it's all perfect and amazing. Mm-hmm. And she gave me sometimes to try oh. it. It was amazing. <laughs> and the other guy was working in a salad farm so he was constantly bringing bags and bags of salad crispy beautiful with no bitter taste it was amazing so he of course forced us (laughs) to help him out because he was sick of it but it was really lovely of him and it was the best salad i ever had very sweet crunchy I would kill for some good vegetables in Japan that didn't cost me a liver. I don't know. <laughs> for me, the fruit and uh, vegetables in Japan were very expensive, I mm. think. And I didn't buy them that often as I like buy them here. I bought grapes a lot. Really? <laughs> They taste different way than ours. But for example, peaches. My personal view of peaches of Japan is they have sugar taste but not much of a peach taste mm. if you compare it with slovak or czech peaches they have really this distinctive strong taste of peach mm. but japanese ones have really nice smell to it they are sweet but kind of mild taste almost yeah. like just the sugar plain but without fruity flavor you mm. know most of the japanese uh, fruits feels this way it's just mild sugary taste but not so much of intense fruity taste mm-hmm. if you know what i mean yeah i agree i had some i had one peach in japan that's how rich i was i could <laughs> have one peach and um yeah i i understand what you mean like uh um it just tastes yeah it tasted sweet but it was yeah it looked nice it was like perfect if i would Uh, if I were to draw a perfect peach, it would be that peach I bought there. But um, as to the flavor, it was kind of, yeah, sweet, okay. <laughs> and what else? Mm. Yeah, and Japanese people do not agree with this. <laughs> <laughs> They prefer their, as I had the honor to talk about with one of them. <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't like them. I like rather Japanese apples and Japanese peaches. Mm. And... Well, yeah, he grew up on that, so yeah. no blame there. But uh, yeah, this I missed a little bit because I really love all the peach drinks in Japan. But when I have actual fruit, I'm a little tiny bit disappointed. Mm. It, there is tendency in Japan that the things look way better than <laughs> they actually are, especially like shoto keki. Yeah. It's just sponge with whipped cream and strawberries there's no taste to it it's just plain <laughs> but it looks delicious so much that you buy it and then like mm, meh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. i'm so hungry now <laughs> okay um let's cut it here because uh, we need to go to eat something yeah. <laughs> delicious <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for coming and see you in the next episode thank Bye. you for inviting me For mentioned links, photos and more, visit podcast website www.jcpodcast.sk and you can also check out our Facebook Japan Champuru podcast or Instagram Japan underscore Champuru underscore podcast where you can also contact us. Thank you for listening. <laughs>